I'm going on a water ski vacation. How do I get ready for it? Is that what we're going to talk about? Yes. Yeah. If you're going on a water ski vacation this winter, you need to know some things, right? What are those things? <laughs> I don't know. Talking about water ski vacations, what do you do before? What do you do while you're on vacation? How do you deal with it? Are we talking winter? Winter. Well, a lot of people go in the spring. Like, as a, spring. Yeah. As a kid from England, I would go and I would go to Florida. It would be April, it was Easter, it was all fancy. My mum would send me with some chocolate eggs. Oh, and chocolate eggs. She didn't send Easter you with eggs. any of this you time, you're here. I bought you a lint bunny last time. So we're getting that is rabbit holes, literal, literal chocolate rabbit holes. It was good, um, okay. Like, so, I, like I'm, I'm a kid. Chocolate is not part of the plan. But <laughs> say <laughs> you're, you're sending your kid to go to, or adult, if you're an adult, yep. to go to Florida in April, or you're gonna decide to go to Acapulco, Costa Rica, these are getting some really popular holidays. Yep. People love them because they're great. You get to go yeah. skiing, off season, no. Chile, wherever you wanna go. Yep. What's that preparation ideally like? Obviously, ideal preparation, you've worked out, you've done all this stuff, but say you're a month out of your, two months away from your vacation, and you sat there on the couch eating a bag of Cheetos, and oh, you're like, Jenny, my fingers are orange. What do I need to have? I've got orange fingers. I can't touch First my phone. First of all, lick your fingers. Get rid of the cheese. <laughs> okay. Second of all, start moving your body. So going, so many people go to water ski vacations and they literally haven't done anything for a couple months and they're so sore. They can't ski while they're there. They get hurt. All of these things happen, right? So um, have a bit of a plan. And we've talked about it on other podcasts, kind of what an off-season plan looks like. But let's say that you're two weeks out even, right? Do some basic stuff. Give yourself some push-ups. Give yourself some pull-ups. Do some squats. Get on a foam Lung, roller lunging. once in a while. Do some lunging. Um, just get your body moving. Trying to do some, some getting your spine moving through shapes. Um, you can even, if you know any water ski drills, start doing some of that stuff so you're getting your brain kind of prepped for it as well. So moving your body. And I would say don't go do stuff that's going to make you really sore so that you can't. But say you're like two months out. Oh. Like you're, you're, you've got time to build up a base and you yeah. can obviously if you're going next week yeah probably a little late anyway but like say you've got time to to build up that two months is there any kind of exercises that you'd recommend yeah i mean i think that basic if i'm going to say like body weight stuff because yeah. some people don't have gyms so i'm going to say and if you have a gym or you have stuff then use weights with these movements but lunging and step-ups are really good um push-ups pull-ups planking um, Jefferson curls, if you know what those are, it's where kind of like a cat and cow from yoga, where you're rounding your spine, you're getting your spine moving through some range of motion. Um, I mean, I could go on forever. So, but but ba basic basic stuff, you know, do some warm up, do hit a yoga class, go to find some things that are going to get you moving and get yourself strong. As a slam skier, every time you start skiing for the first set of the year, your traps are so sore. Are so sore. I don't know. I'm, they're never sore other than for my first week. Yeah. What, um, do you have any kind of favorite exercise? Because everything else yes. is kind of, obviously you my get some favorite, lower back. And my like... favorite is uh, farmer's carries. So find heavy weight. It could be kettlebells or dumbbells or barbells or sandbags. Yeah, just something that's heavy. It's going to get your shoulders set. So you're going to be working the muscles that you're using to try to keep some handle connection, but it's going to engage all of your traps. You mean don't just let your shoulders round? Yeah, don't be here. Like sit up tall or stand up tall, pull your shoulders back, glue in, and that's, that's great. And that has to be like really heavy and it's going to tax your grip strength. Sweet. You're going to get some calluses, like calluses are great to keep, right? We don't want to rip our hands. So just especially when we're going into warm water. So, so I guess about, that's another a way to look at it is yeah. what, and this is probably you as on a CrossFit form of barbell and you and me as a skiers, callous care is like a massive deal for me. Cause I always used to let him grow and I just used to let him go big. 
And then I started getting issues I had in Florida that they would I'd get weird tears going on. Mm-hmm. And I know for me, and this is actually probably a pretty important part of going on a water ski vacation, if you start ripping your hands, don't just say man up and deal with no. it. Like no. make sure you tape tape them if you get the rips. But if you can build up the calluses, build up some form of strength there so that you We should show don't. how you tape at some point. Yeah. We should do we'll do that later. Different yeah. Po- different different program. I can be a little, I can be a little real. Yeah. Um, check out the, the, the flow point method Instagram to we see how to tape your hands. We are going on a tangent. We are. No, but but no, but I think this is, in all seriousness, if you are going on a water ski holiday, yeah. Yeah. so many people will rip yeah. their hands. And that's yeah. like you say, doing, and I think that would make farmer's carries even better, like yeah. you say. Farmer's carries and hanging from bars. Like those are, those are big ones that we do for callus, keep, look, keeping calluses yeah. in the yeah. off season. If you don't do anything and you go on the vacation and you ski, three sets a day in warm water for the first time of the year, those two things are just gonna be disastrous. Yeah. So if you're doing stuff beforehand, right? Yep. And then you get there and you, you do some sort of progression. I know you only have five days, maybe you only have three, maybe you do have six. You still have to progress and you can't ski three sets every single day. You've got to slow, you gotta build in, I would say. No, for sure. I would say start with some free skiing. Yeah, you haven't, one you set. haven't seen a buoy for a while. I haven't so. seen a buoy for a while. Then I would say progress into, you know, First day should be one and a half to two sets, and then start building into some more sets after that. Is what I would say. Yeah, because you're on you're on a ski holiday, so you're gonna want You're gonna want to ski. So if you decide, oh, I'm gonna you wake up second day, you're gonna be sore. No matter how many farmers carries you do, yeah. you're not gonna wake up bright and breezy and no. like you've gone through a stroll in the park. But like you say, adding in something that I've been horrendous at is like you say, I love the free skiing idea. Like being able to go there and, okay, I'm a little bit sore, keep your heart rate low and just, just go and take some, take some smooth rides. Find, find some rhythm. Enjoy your time. Water, but don't turn sharp. Mm-hmm. Free skiing. Right. Get, yeah. some, get some movement going. Warm up, cool down, right? Yeah, super important. So if you're just coming off the couch or you've spent months not doing a whole lot or you have been training, so um, you have to warm up and cool down. That's gonna keep you, um, ready to go for before each, each before each ski ride before and after each ski ride so <laughs> even if you're skiing twice in one day or three times in one day sure the first warm might be longer right but always give yourself a cool down where you go for a walk afterwards a short walk and do some um move through through some range of motion do some rolling whatever it is that you've got so, there and i know someone's going to ask because i've asked and yeah. you will say the first pass isn't a warm-up Unfortunately, it doesn't count in Jenny's book. It doesn't count. However much I've tried to argue it, it doesn't count as a warm up. You want to think of your warm up. So here's one thing that blows my mind about water skiing. You are going, you're sprinting for 16 to 20 ish seconds, right? Like a full out sprint. Do you ever see hundred meter sprinters on a track just go from like taking their sweats off? They're like, yeah, they like, yeah, no, that doesn't happen. So it's so weird to me that that happens, right? So with water skiing, you have to get yourself, get your heart rate up. Get you should be sweating before you get on the water. Some they do do them and a lot more. So give yourself some push ups. Do a burpee. Do some squats. Do some lunges. Do some single leg balance work. And then if you are someone like we've talked about, that's like you're super hyped up after that. Do some breathing. Do some breathing and then get on the water yeah. and crush it and then come off and Make sure you cool do some recovery. Off. And when you're on the water, we talk about this more in depth in other podcasts, so make sure you check that out. But um, how you start the season is key for how you can carry through the season, right? For sure. And that's, I know for me and you, obviously, it's a, I've always tried to look at my first week of this is how I want to start. And as, as a coach, as well as a skier, if I get a kid for, for a week, it's like, all right, this is how you will start for the, 
it, the one thing that annoys me most, and I'm sure it annoys you as well, is people go, oh, I don't want coaching yet. I'm just starting out. Yeah. I'm not there yet. And like you, with the, with the camps Let me remember stuff, my bad habits, let and me, then yeah. I'll let and you. And then we'll figure out how to sort them. And that's like, so make sure that, I'm gonna hand this one to you, cause, but like making sure that your position and your rhythm and your timing is spot on. Cause that's like, or not spot, it's not gonna be spot on, but like. Working towards it. Is, yeah. I mean, for, for me, the biggest thing I've uncovered, and this can change, but right now, the most fundamental thing in slalom skiing and even trick and jump, but in slalom skiing, because we're talking mostly to slalom skiers right now, is um, position on the ski. Not just position, like uh, not like a yoga pose position, not like a static position, but like how are you moving through, sh through time, through a turn, moving, accelerating towards the wakes, on your transition, your outbound, swinging around the boat, how are you managing your body position through those different phases of the course? Because when you really get down to the physics of it, and I'm not gonna get into the weeds now, we do another podcast, but the physics pretty much say that how you control the reaction from the ski is, is all based on where your body is and where the load from the rope's coming. Mm -hmm. That is mostly dependent on the shape of your body and the position that your body's in, mm -hmm. and that ultimately is an intimate relationship between your brain and your body. We give you tools on the method and on these podcasts, but really it's about you understanding what tricks and what, what little keys are gonna get you moving in a better shape. 100%. But that position is key. If you have a great athletic stance, you have more command, you have more control, and you have better outcomes for each movement, each pass, each set. And it's, I actually did a video on it, which a lot of people related to. I vlogged one of my first sets when I went in this very similar situation. I think I'd been skiing for like two weeks, which is quite a long time, right? For a lot of people, that's like a set standard holiday, but I was down there for three months and a lot of people related to that and didn't realize that two weeks into skiing, I'm still finding my balance. I'm, st I'm not trying to run down the line. I'm not trying to do all that. And you're one of the best in the world. And I'm still missing 35s. I'm willing to sacrifice a score at that time of the year. Yeah. And, and like- To move in the right direction. Like normally if mid-season, if I miss 35, I'm gonna be a little bit like, what was yeah. that? Yeah. But start of the season, I'm very much willing to sacrifice my boy count. And even realistically, you should be throughout the season. Yeah. But those, that first week, that first two weeks on your holiday, I know you're there to ski, I know you want big boys, but be willing to sacrifice a little bit of boy count, a little bit of scores to be able to get that rhythm. Because you're trying to build something, you're trying to build a new athletic stance, you're trying to build a new rhythm in the course. And real slalom, we can make complicated all day. Everyone tries to make it as complicated as they can. Because it, it can be. be, and it is, and to understand it, it should it's, be quite simple though, at the end of the day. It should sure. be simple, but it also can be extremely intricate. Yeah. But realistically, if you have position on your ski, if you have that athletic stance set mm -hmm. and strong, and you're in rhythm with the boat, you're holding your position through, that, through those wakes, through the turns, obviously positions change, but that you will get on the set. You are gonna be injured less, you're gonna be stronger, you're gonna be better as you come away from your holiday, and maybe you go straight into the season. Maybe you sit on the couch for another three months, because it's- No, you're doing your workout program. Yeah, you're doing, you're doing your off-season training program. Yeah. But you know what I mean? Like yeah. that setting, setting that rhythm, learning your, your stance and your rhythm, in my opinion, is by far the most important thing you can do. Early and, on, yeah, in the season. And you will have the best holiday while you do it because it's still water skiing and it's still a lot of fun and enjoying it making sure like yeah. you know to have fun i mean that's yeah. what you're going on water ski vacation yeah. for if you're trying to go down there to pb or sorry anywhere to pb um early in the season mid midwinter or early spring it's not that's not the goal the goal should be you know dialing in some 
pre-ski protocols, trying to dial in your position, your rhythm and timing and making sure you're enjoying it. I like to, water skiing is such a different sport. So I'm going to relate it to like something that is kind of common sense, right? Let's say that I am early, like I'm going to run a marathon. My goal is to run a marathon, right? Mm -hmm. And so that's, I have a six month program, right? So early season, it's what, January, and I'm not going to run until the end of June. I'm not going to run a marathon as fast as I can on January 1st. Like that's weird, right? I mean, you might, but most people shouldn't. It doesn't make any sense when you think about it. It's a lot and it's a lot such a long season. Yeah. So use this as a time. Not everybody does that. We're not but saying think, everybody does that. I, we know. No. But One I do. That's an exaggeration, but but that's the point. Is yeah. we don't want to go move that direction. Yes. But I do think a lot of people do that and I think the reason is is because it's an enjoyment sport. At the end of the day, it is an enjoyment sport. We're here for enjoyment. So but is running if, a marathon. If you, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> But if you are, if you're watching this, you're probably trying to get better and you can enjoy things and get better. Yep. And at the same time, it's like, I think because we look at it, this enjoyment sport, everyone loves running the most boys. That's why we love the sport. At the end of the day, sure. a lot of people, a, a lot of people like getting the boys. Yeah. So it's... Are, wait, are you saying boys or buoys? Buoys, English, sorry. Are you saying boys? I, that's going to become a problem get on this podcast. Get the boys, come on. But on the, like on, the on the boys. <laughs> on the buoys... <laughs> Um, <laughs> it's just taken me a moment to recover from that one. You're I'm scared. So, Close my eyes. On the buoys. On the buoys. I said boys. I'm not American. Um, I've completely, you've completely <laughs> made me lost my train of thought. So what was I saying? That's great. We're leaving this in, by the way. No, we're not. Oh, I swore. Yeah, I swore just so it has to come out. We'll my, I got my mic's flashing as well. What do you we'll call it? Niggle? I got you. Niggle. I got a niggle. What actually was I saying? Because oh, that was it. Yeah. And then because it's an enjoyment sport, I feel like a lot of people look at it and go, I love getting boys. That means I need to get boys every time. But a marathon, in my opinion, isn't as fun. So people go, all right, I'm training for my marathon to get better, to get the best time I can. But I know that I'm going to get a plan from a set of coaches. You can't run a marathon by yourself. No. Like, it's very hard to ski by yourself sometimes. Yeah. Um, you need a driver at least. You need a driver, you need help. Yeah. But everyone kind of does that and just tries to go for it. But yes, you're trying to enjoy it. And yes, boys are very fun. Yeah. But let's take a step back. Take a chill. Take, it, yeah. take it slow. Progress into it. Yeah. Skiing yeah. can be fun so, without all of the boys. Recap. Don't go to a water ski vacation without doing something before it. Yep. Warm up. Ski intelligently. Cool down. Yeah. And have a really and good have time. Fun. Yeah. Have yeah. a few margaritas because I've seen and, some places and, and they look cookies. really good. Does ski parents ski par have the... Cookies. Oh, cookies. those cookies and are take, so good. Take pictures, take videos, tag us, because we'd like to comment and see what's going on, what you're up to, where you're at, and uh, how it's going. Rob's jealous. That's it. Thank you for watching. See ya. Or listening. Bye. Bye.